Moving right along. This is a letter that the Rebbe sent to all the Jewish people on uh, Wednesday, Chai El, 1991. It's the... Um, yeah, let's go do this. This is the, the Rebbe's words to every single Jew. Let's, let's learn them. Baruch Hashem, Yim Dala, Parsha Savi, Lars, Chayel, Tavshan, Abruk, New York. The sons and daughters of Israel, in every place, God bless you all. Shalom Abracha, greetings and blessings. Chai El, Hukuyudua, Yem, Aledasim, Shashem, Nestilim. Chai El is as known the birthday of the two great luminaries. By the way, the Rebbe said that um, since a teacher wants to give his style of learning to his students, that's, that's why teachers teach. They want everyone to adopt whatever they're into. So if they're into pilpul, they want people to have pilpul. They're into uh, pshat. They want their students to focus on pshat. So if Alt Rebbe, the Baal Shem Tev, their Indian is to give to be luminaries to Jewish people. So that means uh, to some extent every Jew has Meish Rabbeinu in him. And every Jew is meant to be, learn from them, not just to be a near lahoy, not just to be a candle to give light, but to be a luminary, to give a tremendous amount of light to the world. So they are called, today is the birthday of these two great luminaries. who are considered the great of the Jewish people in their generation and in following generations. Baal Shem Tov, who founded Chassidus in general, was born in the year Nachas. No, the Friedrich Rebbe said it this way as well. He didn't call it Taf Nun Ches, the way it would usually be spelled, but year of Nachas. Baal Shem Tov was born, obviously it, it changed the world, it's Nachas. And Alter Rebbe was born in the year Kahas. Kahas is an acronym for the rays of the glory of Torah. When the Alter was born, I'm sure you heard this before, the day the Alter was born, the Baal Shem Tov said that Neshama has come to the world, and this neshama will give light to the world with two kinds of light, the light of Nigel and light of Chassidus. This is more emphasized this year. This is the birthday of two great luminaries, Bechlav. But this is more emphasized this year. Because this year, Chayel falls out on Wednesday. Uh, the Baal Shem Tev said, the year the Alter was born, when Chayel also fell out, when the Alter was born, Chayel also fell out on Wednesday in Taf Kufei, Taf and Kaas. The Baal Shem said then also, Nitlu uh, Hamaeris, just like Hashem hung the luminaries in the sky on Wednesday. So Baal Shem said on the Wednesday of the week where we're going to read the Haftarah of Kumi Oiri, the Haftarah of Let a um, Let my light shine. That's Haftarah this week. Al-Shandav said, a Nisham has come to the world, but it's going to give light to the world with Nigla and Chassidus. Okay, so this is more emphasized this year, because Chayel is on Wednesday, Yom Revi, the Shabbat Sivratius, the fourth day of creation, Shabboi, next page. I don't think so. I don't think so. So the reason why it's significant is not because the altar was born and only, it's because that's when Hashem created the sun and the moon. The two great luminaries, the original name, two great luminaries, is the sun and the moon, who were, they were created today, and the stars were also created today. And in the, um, in the note over here, in Shnei Emer Sakdilim, you look over here in the note, Shnei Emer Eris, Hashem Sheikh Gam Hashem created, not, didn't just create the sun and the moon, He also created the stars. 
And every Jew is compared to a star. As it says in the Medrash, and Hayom Yom, it says that every Jew has sufficient moral fiber to illuminate everyone around him. Does that mean he created like the spheres that Rambam talks about? On Wednesday, was all the planets created too? The Pashtas, yeah. What is the meaning of sun and moon and stars in our service of Hashem? Sun is the written Torah, moon is the oral Torah, and stars are mitzvahs, as the Alter Rebbe and Mitzvah explain. Okay, back inside. So today is a day when Hashem created the sun and the moon, and they began to shine and give light to the world, and therefore it's very in sync with the theme of Chayel, the birth of these two great luminaries that brought light to the world. One of the fundamental teachings of the Baal Shem Tev is the idea of divine providence. That everything that happens, happens in the world, not only in regards to humans, but also in regards to animal and vegetation and the inanimate, Whatever happens to everything in the world is not accidental. Rather, it is directed by the creator of the world and the one who, the manik, the leader of the world. This is certainly, certainly, this is true with every event connected to the Jewish people. By especially in regards to events that happen not just to Jews, but to tzaddikim and the leaders of the Jewish people. By the way, you know, why is there, does anyone know why the word leader in Judaism is a nasi? Anyone know what nasi means? Anyone know? Um, nasi is, is... Nasi means elevated. He's the highest. But the reason why we use the word for the leader of the Jewish people, we call him a nasi, is not because he's just elevated, because he elevates the Jewish people. Like Meisha Rabbeinu said about himself, I stand between you and God to give the word of Hashem. I was listening to a sikha this morning, unbelievable. The Rebbe says that, that just like when the Jewish people built the Mishkan, they did all they can, and then Hashem brought the fire from heaven, so to the Jewish people do all they can, and then th- that's where the Nasi comes in, and he lifts them beyond what they do. First, you've got to do whatever you can. Only by Polish Hasidim, they say the Rebbe does everything, but and that's the way it is. In the, in your, How does that fit with what the Rebbe said? I've done everything I can, now it's up to you. When he's supposed to be the one that lifts us up after everything that we've done is done. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to uh, change and address everything to that to that your question, but uh, in short, the Rebbe is not is not putting his hands in his pocket after that either, and Rebbe is continuing to to help us. No question about it. Uh, Rebbe, on the surface, just without going to too, too much pimpilpul, the Rebbe is saying that whatever he could do to bring Mashiach is done, and now we have to do what we can. But he's not, he's not going to, uh, just like he said in the first sicha, he's not going to withhold help. We've we got to work ourselves. Okay. So, in regards to Tzadikim, divine providence is in a unique way. And every detail of their lives has a special intent, special meaning. Okay, everything is by divine providence, but uh, every event, even to not even to to animals, as Alter proved from the Gemara and Chulin, where Tik speaks about a a, a, a stork, that a, a, the, the, there's a decision by Hashem whether a stork will go and and uh, eat a fish. Is Mishpatecha Rabba God's judgment is even in the, 
in the in the depth of the earth, deciding what's going to happen to to the fish. So certainly, in regards to human beings, how much more so, even out the Balshemtiv, everyone agrees that there's divine providence on all people, and the Balshemtiv was mechadish that, that that it's on everything, but. Certainly, think, events which events which happen to Jewish people, and certainly events which happen to the leaders of Jewish people, have special meaning. Munkach Rebbe will not go into a hotel room or to a tra- to a train without figuring out if the the number of the train or the number of the, the hotel room fit in with his uh, with his plan, like uh, some other people in our show. So, uh, <laughs> which bowling lane would you like? Number seven? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So. But the Rebbe said that the, the Arabim, you didn't see that they chose certain uh, places and certain, uh, you didn't see they chose, but it was that way. And there was, it's certainly by, by the Tzaddikim, there's divine providence in a, in a more uh, revealed way, so you could see more meaning in the divine providence with them. It's not that there's, there's less divine providence with us, but it is, it's more revealed. In the look of the note, the Hashgacha Pratis was, Alam Kaviz Borach, those came in Garnet Oismon. The divine providence said the Baal Shem Tev, that that is upon the nation close to God, you can't imagine. Whatever affects a Jew, whatever matters to a Jew, is with such divine providence that we cannot understand it. There's so much attention from God to the tiniest detail of a Jew's life that we cannot understand, uh, first of all, why he's so interested, and second of all, what that even means. But Akaponim, that's what we do know is that there is that, that that's a fact that there is such an intention of divine providence each person. Since the birthday of these two great luminaries falls out in the month of El, this is a proof of the special bond they have with the general theme of this month. What's the theme of this month? It's a time, oh, it's a time of making a chash of the past year and preparation for the coming year. There's another copy no one's using over there. Uh, Oh, there's another copy here. No, no, there's a copy. You know what he's using over there. Yeah. He doesn't use it, yeah. He's listening. Today's attack Arya Day. He's listening, okay? Very intently. I don't know about... Uh, about you, but I know that there's plant, things I plan to do on the first day of El and only managed to do them today. Uh, I, I wanted you to actually remember. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted I wanted to uh, to walk to the mikveh every day of Chayyishel, and today I finally did it. Anyways, so there's a vart by Chassidim. Because your car wasn't working. No. You do that here. You walk day and back. You hear this in the way, you say film in the way, well, you get exercise. Right. I was wondering, how did you listen to this <laughs> in the morning? This concept is um, expressed and illuminated by the Varbay Chsidim, which was given to us to my father in law, the Friedrich Rebbe. Chai El is the day that brings life into Elul. Chai El brings life into the service of Hashem. Anila Dei Div Dei Dili. Kenya Dua, it's also known. 
שנוסף על כך שהחודש אל כולי הוא זמן שחודש הנפש השנה חלפת השנה חלפת השנה חדשה In addition to the fact that the month of El, the entire month of El is a time for making an accounting of the past year and preparing for the coming year The last 12 days of the month of El from the 18th of El and on they are unique in the following way Each day of the last 12 days of the year correspond to the 12, one of the 12 months of the year. Each day for a month, and which is, which is the first of these 12 days, is the first of these 12 months. So Chayel connects Rosh Hashanah of this past year with Rosh Hashanah of the coming year. So there must be something about the theme of the month of El, which is Cheshbon, which is making an accounting, that has a relationship to the Baal Shem and the Alter Rebbe, and that's why their birthday falls out in the month of El, and that's what the Friedrich Rebbe said, that Chassidim said, that Chai El brings life, in El brings life in Ein Lidei. So Chai El, in addition to being a part of El, it's also the, one of the last 12 days of the month of El, and each day corresponds to Cheshbon for one month of the year. The point of it is not that we should sigh, Mechol Morach, and say, Hoi vei. I'm not sighing, I'm hyperventilating. It's like really intense. So what's what we're supposed to do then, Mechol Morach, with all that energy, with all that, that, that incredible chayis that you have? What are you supposed to do with it? It's medav reish ha-shonah machaj baruch hu asa chayis ha-shkrim shakol abriya. Ha-shonah, God renews the life and existence of all of creation. Bechol shon b'zman zeh bo mechadesh chayis klolis and chayis kol abriya mishra shonah chadasha. This day, every year, God brings a new energy to animate all of creation for the entire coming year, until next year, That's why it's called the head of the year. It's not called the beginning of the year, it's called the head of the year. Why? Just like by a per, in a human being's life, the head is the source that from the head comes life force of the soul to the entire body. From the head to, the entire, to each limb. So too, Rosh Hashanah is the head and the source for this new life force for the entire year. And from, and from Rosh Hashanah, this life force is apportioned to each day of the coming year. We definitely can uh, change the life force of the coming year through what we do today. This is the meaning of the judgment that happens on Rosh Hashanah. Next page. Rosh Hashanah is not only a time of judgment for the Jewish people, it's a time of judgment for all nations, the world, and all creatures. Someone asked me yesterday if, if we should publicize to non-Jews as well the concept of king in the field. I haven't uh, heard the Rebbe say anything like that, but uh, it's interesting uh, that Rosh Hashanah certainly is about all creatures. All creatures are affected by Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, we say how the judgment, the Rosh Hashanah, doesn't just affect the Jewish people, it affects all nations and all creatures, 
as we say in our prayers, it will be said about the countries. What will be said? What's going to happen to the countries? It says in our prayers, the remembrance of each creature comes before you. We say in our prayers, all those who are in the world pass before you. The judgment is in relationship to the new energy, the new godly energy of the entire world and of each creature uh, specifically. In other words, why is there a judgment? There's a judgment because there's a new life force coming now. So, so therefore, what's going to happen? Well, there's new energy here. How is this new energy going to um, affect each creature? What kind of energy will there be? This recognition that the judgment encompasses the life force and the existence of all of humanity in specifically and, and the, the world in, at large has to permeate and fill the accounting of every Jew in these days of preparation of Elul, they have to fill your chajman nefesh. They have, to, they have to permeate your chajman nefesh. Permeate your accounting. This has to bring a Jew to total dedication to Hashem. As is, as is expressed by the words, I am to my beloved, my beloved is to me. That a Jew delivers, gives over his eye. As his entire being, his entire existence, his entire faranankite, his entire presence, to God. And this inspires that my beloved is to me. That God reveals His love for a Jew. And God gives a Jew life, and children, and health, and parnasa, ample parnasa, comfortable parnasa. All those things, revichi, revichi, that the shunjas always emphasize, not just we have blessed with health and parnasa and children, but all those things should be in a way of abundance. So this, so what's the Rebbe saying? By realizing how your enti- the entire existence is being given to you by the Abisha and the entire existence of all creation, that inspires in a person that he has to give over to Hashem his entire being. Realizing it's all coming from Hashem, that causes a person to give his whole being to Hashem. I don't know if this will um, help or not, but there's an interesting Medrash. Medrash says that of all things in the world, God loves Jews. And of all of the things that he created, all the, the, his, of his attributes that he has, he loves just justice. So he gives justice to the one who he loves. He gives justice to Jewish people. In other words, he, the simple pshat is that he t- gives us the rules of, and, of how to live our lives. But here the Rebbe is saying another idea about justice. Realizing that Abishur is going to judge you, and on the surface it brings trepidation, you're going to get judged. But the Rebbe has a whole different angle over here. He's saying that realizing that your entire being depends upon Hashem brings you to feel anila deity, that you're totally devoted to Him. And that, and that causes in turn the Abish shows his love for you and gives you all good in an abundant way. Deeper, deeper devotion. Because you realize that you're totally dependent on Hashem. It's all the Abish there. That makes you feel That's realizing what's happening with Shoshana, that in, in that it's supposed to permeate our and our accounting, that we give ourselves over to Hashem completely. Now let's add to this 
the energy and light of the day of Chayel. The birthday of the two great luminaries, which give life force in this idea of I am to my beloved and my beloved is to me. What do they add? What do the Baal Shem Al Rebbe add to this idea? One of the fundamental teachings of Al Shemtif, which, which was explained at length by the Alter Rebbe, is the following. That the creation of the world, in the beginning God created heaven and earth. It wasn't just one time during the six days of creation. Rather, creation occurs every single day. Really, more than this, creation occurs every single moment. The reason why we say in our prayers, you renew creation every day, specifically every day, not every second, is because you notice creation renewing every day when you see the sun rising. You see it, you see, it's more noticeable, the idea of renewal on a daily level. But the truth is, but the truth is that every single moment there is a renewal of creation. Talking about quarks or something? I even, you don't even have to go to that. I mean, that level is crazy. They, they, they can't observe that. They observe, um, I don't know what the word is, the, the, they don't, they, they, the effect, not the cause. But on even just a small letter, the, the level of like regeneration of cells that die and then a new cell uh-huh. is degenerated and replacing like our body. If uh-huh. we shed what, what's our skin, we get a new skin like every 30 days or something. Really? Wow. So creation is renewed not just every mo- every day but every moment. And we know like, why does God why does God do it that way? This indicates God's infinite kindness. Next page. Not only does God nourish the world with His goodness, with grace, with kindness, and with mercy, rather it's more than that. He constantly is creating the world and the infinite amount of creatures in it. The Abishas never once used the exp- expression, the Abishas always saying l'chaim to each creature. It's always saying l'chaim to each creature every moment. He's saying l'chaim, l'chaim, That's how each creature exists. So not only is the Abisha cr- does he create the world but, and, and nourish the world and give, sustain each creature, but more than that, he constantly creates the world every moment. Why does he do that? The reason why Hashem creates the world every moment, among other reasons, we learned earlier this morning the reason because in order to create something from nothing, there has to be a constant force. So logically there has to be a, a constant force renewing the world because not something from something, it's something from nothing. But that's just in logic. But why the Abisha chose to create the world in this way, he could have tra- chosen to create the world without logic. So among other reasons, one of the reasons why Hashem chose to create the world in a way that we constantly need Him to be here, we assume it's because this constant flow from Creator to creation, it creates and brings each creature to have a deep recognition and sense that everyone and everything is dependent completely on God's kind, constant kindness. And that brings him again to, to complete dedication and total dedication to the creator of the world. That he will fulfill 
the will and intent of God in the fullest measure. In other words, by realizing that God, you're having this gratitude, realizing you're constantly being created by Hashem, and you're constantly dependent on His kindness, that brings you to have a full dedication to Hashem. You want to give yourself over to Him, realizing that you're completely dependent on His kindness every single moment. He's constantly being kind to you. This, this Basha, the sense of gratitude, gives a Jew this dedication to Hashem. This This is the powerful connection, the tight connection between Chai Elul, the birthday of the two great luminaries, and the time of making an accounting and preparing for the coming year, Rosh Hashanah, which starts in Chai Elul. What's the connection? What do these two great luminaries have to do with the idea of Cheshm Nefesh? By thinking deeply in what these two great luminaries teach us, again, that Hashem constantly creates the world every moment, that brings a lot of light and life in a Jew's Anila Deidi. So that there's the inner dedication of the Jew to Hashem, that I am to my beloved, and brings Hashem's daily that Hashem is devoted to the Jew. By making an account, by thinking deeply what they're teaching us, that the Abish is constantly being kind to you and your whole existence depends completely on Hashem's kindness, that makes your chesh nefesh of how well are you doing on a different scale. You realize, like, you want to be totally devoted to Hashem because you always depend upon, upon Hashem's kindness. And Hashem is constantly being kind to you. That makes your cheshman nefesh, that makes your, your, your yardstick of where you need to be on, on a different level. It makes your your devotion to Hashem on a different level. Ha'omur le'il. What we said till now. That each creature is dependent constantly on God's kindness. This is the main theme in the mitzvah of Yikurim, the first fruits, in which this parsha begins with. The parsha talks about in length and detail about the midst of the first fruits and bring the first fruits. We see how a Jew brings and gives to God from the first of the fruit of the ground, from the first, the best of his harvest, of his fruit, and he thanks God for the fruits that God had blessed him with. And how does he thank Hashem? He does this, he expresses this with a loud, clear, and joyous voice. He expresses loud and proud his recognition and God's kindness in general, as the Pasha says in detail. And based upon the teaching of Al-Shamtev, that the existence of all of creation is dependent upon God's constant kindness that He's doing every single moment with every single creature. So it's understood how much of, how, how 